How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. We're just getting started here. You can't take anybody to the deep water unless you're taking yourself there, all right? You can't take anybody to the deep water unless you take yourself there. How about that, yes, Justin? Sir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Brian Mosalem. You are watching Spartan Dogs for Life along with my co-host, Justin Thin. Justin, how you doing, buddy? It's good. Great, great day to be here. Talking to some actual Spartan Dogs right now today on the episode, so excited to be here. We got some dogs here. You got yeah. some dogs on the show and kind of why we're here, right? Yeah. Support them dogs. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us tonight are Nick Samak and Troy, uh, Troy Mosley, Trey Mosley, to join <laughs> SD4L. Gentlemen, how you guys doing? Doing good. Thank doing you for good. having us on. Thanks for having us. Good, good. Thank you for joining us. Trey scoot over to the right or left a little in the screen. There you go, right there. Sorry, that, there we had a connected right. phone, so it's a little, it's a little surface. I know it is. Good. It is. Hey, Trey, that that photo we got of you catching that ball. Oh, against the, Michigan. The, the captions <laughs> are. Team down the road. Team down the road. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's Pretty true, that's special. True. How you guys doing? You guys doing okay? Yeah, can't complain. You know, we're just happy to be able to join the show. You know, talk some football with you guys. Looking forward to a good show. Yes, sir. We're doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. good. We're happy to have you. You know, yeah. we're we're uh, we're getting ready for uh, September second, as you guys are, and so so we're excited. Yeah. But uh, Brian's in the gym every day. Uh, you know, I'm trying <laughs> trying to stay buff, trying trying to stay in shape. You know how that goes. In my age, you know, hundred pounds lighter, <laughs> just trying to stay in shape. So. Uh, so, hey, uh, great thing you guys have 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 put together this this NI, this East Lansing NIL club, and uh, I think it was it's important for Spartan Nation to understand and learn more about it. Thank you for joining us today. We're really really excited about it. Um, you know, how did this NIL opportunity come about? Yes, yeah, so um, we were approached over this past spring by a couple guys who are the founders of Yoke Gaming. Um, Bailey and Mick is, the, Mick is their name, and uh, Mick played at Notre Dame. And shortly after his career, he set up, um, they kind of founded Yoke Gaming, and they set up the same kind of NIL opportunity with Notre Dame. So um, they approached us, approached us about it, and we felt it was a good opportunity. So we kept in touch for the next few months, and then um, through the summer, they just kind of explained more about what it's going to be, how we're going to be able to interact with fans, and all the positive things that come from it. And it's all new to us, too. so. You know, we just kind of jumped on it and thought it'd be a great opportunity. So that's really how it came about. You know, it's funny because we've spoken to other platforms for other clients of mine about just the fan experience, right? The fan experience has six Saturdays, seven Saturdays, but there's another 358 days in which fans can't really enjoy the fan experience. And so just, just in understanding that, um, what can the fans expect if they decide to, to join this platform? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the fans can expect, you know, to have some one-on-one -on -one conversations with the players throughout message boards and even direct chat, you know, rather that be questions on how workouts are going, um, like who our next opponent is, you know, just simple questions like that. Just, and also just to get to know guys better, like to see what guys do in their off time outside of football. And, you know, just build a better relationship. Yeah, and to go off what Trey's saying, I think it's a great opportunity because there's so many different outlets that we're looking forward to doing and things that we're building. 
Whereas the general chat room through the website is one of the coolest things that we're a part of and something that's really never been done before. Where we're able to talk to fans one-on-one through that general chat. We can create message boards, like Shay was saying, where they can have Q&As just with individual players based on what they post. And then, um, you know, throughout the season, we're playing at a tailgate where fans will be able to come, you know, listen to music, eat good food, you know, and do all that fun stuff and then meet the players after the game different things like that, and we'll get exclusive access or access to exclusive content throughout the season and, you know, different things we're doing day to day with our lives. So it's just something that we're all learning one day at a time, and we're just really excited because, you know, it's going to be nice to be able to give back to fans and, you know, they're supporting us like crazy, purchasing every one of these passes, and we couldn't be more appreciative. So, you know, just the experience overall, you know, the – interact with the fans is going to be awesome for us and the fans right so the the past few days the the passes have actually been available so what has it been like to see fans like buy buy the passes get involved what have the last few days kind of felt like for you guys um, it's really just showing us how how many diehard fans we have you know fans were rushing to grab the passes and as soon as they were grabbing them they were right on the message board asking us questions checking to see how we were doing and just telling us how thankful that they are for us you know, being able to have this outlet to communicate it to. And we were just telling them how thankful we are for them for supporting us throughout this whole process. Yeah, we'll be getting great feedback on it. And we had no doubt that, you know, we got one of the best fan bases in the country. So we know we, know we got a lot of supporters, and we're just really appreciative of everything they're doing for us. So how can fans get involved for those that don't already know? Um, well, there's, there's a main video where I talked it through on the East Cincinnati Club Twitter where it kind of shows through the website how you get involved, purchase your passes and all that stuff. And there's um, different deals for an amount of passes you buy. You get, um, you know, if you get, I know if you get uh, 10, pa- 10 passes, you get a signed piece of merch or something from one of the players. So there's different perks that come with it. So if you just go to the website and if you go to the Twitter video, it'll be a, a good way to uh, know how to exactly do it. But it's and It's pretty self-explanatory. Explain for right there. Definitely. If you guys have any other questions, feel free to you know DM me or Nate, and we'll definitely get those questions taken care of. Yep. Good. Owen, do you have a graphic of that website for the? So yes, if you want to join um, East Lansing NIL Club, this is how you you participate, and uh, I think Spartan Nation has really embraced this, has really been excited about this. Tell us how. You know, because we all, we, I played. Um, this is something new to all of us, right? This is something new, something that I think the MSU community has embraced, something that uh, MSU Twitter has embraced. And, you know, I, I see this being as something that uh, can really take off. Um, how, how do you guys feel as players? Just how do you guys feel of being involved in this? Um, it's, a, it's a great opportunity, especially with all the uh, athletes, student athletes that have come through the NCAA and all the different conferences through the past who always asked, how can we make money within college football, college sports in general? So just being grateful for this opportunity because so many people before us wanted this opportunity and they weren't able to get it. So making sure that we take advantage of it and do it the right way is something that we're definitely you know, looking forward to doing. And this making sure we're still keeping the main thing the main thing and that's playing playing sports and going to school you know that's going to be our main, our main focus but still incorporating the uh, nil things too but making sure that you know we stay focused throughout the season and it doesn't become a distraction yeah i think that's exactly perfect what chase said because obviously we're here to win championships and do all the right things and i and i think that this nil stuff is a great opportunity and this this opportunity in itself we're so excited for because on top of you know all the you know, money making you can do as a college athlete now to incorporate engaging with fans and doing more than just making money, but you know, having a genuine interaction with a fan that you might not have had before and just different exclusive things like that. We're just really excited for it. So, obviously, the university cannot have anything in, involved with NIL, but providing the platform, right? Evergreen uh, platform and stuff. And, and, you know, tax advice, financial wellness. Tell us about um, how supportive the university has been in that regard to prepare you for this. Because your body is your business, right? And I mean, yep. the players, and this is this is a business now. So 
How have the how has the university supported you in this business venture? Well, I can say um, at Michigan State, especially on the football team, they provide us with a lot of different advice, more than just football, financial meetings, different things like that, different meetings regarding the NL, the rules, the compliance, like the issues that can come about with that stuff. So we have people within our facility that on a day-to-day basis are making sure we're on the right track with everything we do. We're, you know, logging in on all the NL deals we make different things like that because they want to see us succeed just as anybody else. So, you know, they're, they're always doing a really good job of making sure that we're following all the right rules and not getting ourselves in any big trouble. And, um, you know, they, they, they support us hundred percent like you were saying. So I couldn't be more thankful for all that. Yeah. And I know coach Tuck has been a big proponent and as former players, we all know it's, uh, it's about time. This, this time has come. And, you know, this is a multi-billion dollar industry and it's incumbent upon, in, in our opinion, all of Spartan Mation to support an initiative like, like this. So, we, you know, we kind of wish you all the best, but, you know, and, and taking this one step further, um, how, how do you think, like, where do you think NIL is going in the future? What it, how do the players feel about NIL and where do we see this going in three, five, ten years from now? I definitely think it's going to continue to grow throughout the country. And all the different universities will have their own unique NIL opportunities. So it's going to be become a big part of recruiting. You know, and coaches and players are going to you know utilize that in the recruiting process because everyone wants to get the top talent in the country to come to their university. So keeping that in mind, you know, guys on recruiting trips have to make sure they're not just falling in love with NIL, but at the same time, making sure they're looking for the best opportunities for themselves and, the, and that they choose the universities that will best fit them academically, athletically, and also NIL. So, you know, just, it, it's going to be a tough process, you know, it's going to be some ups and downs. That's how things go, but, but I, I believe that it's going to be, everything's going to be on the right path and it should be a smooth transaction throughout the future of NIL. For sure, I think I think as the years go by, it's going to be cool for you know guys at all all types of universities, you know, learning how to grow their brand and what they can do with that, and kind of learn about the business world before they get put out into the actual real world. So I think that's one of the coolest things, just the connections that I've been able to make. I can speak for all my teammates when I say just connections you can make, the different um, the different things you learn and the financial things you learn, how to spend your money, how to how to deal with it, you know, how to read a contract, different things like that. Right. So I think I think. NIL as a whole is just, um, it's a great learning experience as well as a great opportunity for young men to, and young young women to, uh, you know, really just learn the process right. of, you know, being a business and growing your brand. Yeah. S- speaking from the business world, you know, understanding what a 1099 is, filing a Schedule C, uh, filing tax returns, like that's a whole nother world. I mean, when I was your age, I had zero clue about any of that and so <laughs> it's it's funny because your maturation process when it comes to that has to be sped up and understanding that you're running a business now right your body is yep. your business and if this is something that's gonna gonna go, gonna carry on that you need to conduct conduct your business in an efficient manner and are you are you are you are you getting the fact are you seeing most of your teammates understanding that or is that something that's coming along as we go and learning? How's that learning process going? Yeah, so I can definitely say like the older guys on the team is definitely a smoother transaction for us, you know, learning how to put money to the side, save and investing. And then for the younger guys, it is a little bit of a learning process, but that's how things are going like, you know, as you're young, you make decisions that you have to learn from. And as you get older, those decisions that you made Five years ago, you don't make those decisions anymore. You have more, like you, you've seen life more, you're more mature. So just a learning process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can speak for my, I can speak for myself. Um, I think I'm learning a lot, but I'm not afraid to call mama and ask her for some help. <laughs> on that, you know, financial life. I still go to her with all the all the tax questions. So, it's so, hard. Yeah. I'm learning, but I'm I'm gonna be learning my whole life. I'm sure. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. all experience. No, but it's yeah. a great business learning experience <clears throat> right. because you're you're running your own business. That's yeah. your body. Yeah. That's your you know that's something that you have to learn and yeah. and I think 
I think what speaks volumes are the tools that the university is offering you to understand uh, the way to do this. And so yeah. I, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a very unique experience, right? It's yeah. uncharted territories. And uh, do you guys feel like you're getting the support you need from the university, from the staff, uh, to, to, to be able to capitalize on the rule changes? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. You know, our staff has done a great job as far, you know, just putting us in the, the right positions to succeed on and off the field. And I want to thank them so much for that because, you know, without them, this would be a, a very challenging process. If we were just on our own, trying to figure this out day by day. So they're just they're doing an amazing job, you know, leading us in the right way, so that we can maximize the NIL opportunities and make the right decisions. Yeah, because all this stuff's player led, player led opportunities. You got to really find it on your own, but. Like I said before, they're doing nothing but support us and give us that advice and good leeway and how to do all that stuff. And, you know, they're bringing people to talk to us with different outlets of how to grow your brand, like, you know, your different social media platforms. So, obviously, like Trace said earlier in the interview, we're keeping the main thing the main thing. We're going to win championships here. But, you know, there's other outlets now where you can grow your brand and, you know, become something more than just a football player. Right. I think that's so, so awesome because, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy that loves to do – you know, plenty of different things, and it's, it's a great opportunity for me to try to grow my brand. I accept so many of my teammates. I got a lot of talented teammates, more than just football. So that's another thing that, you know, to plug East Lansing NIL Club, all that exclusive content we're going to see. Like, you know, for example, I'm a singer, so maybe I'll post some singing content. I'm not going to promise it, but maybe. You never know. Drop you a whole mixtape on there. <laughs> yeah. We got guys we got guys with many talents. I'm excited to go share that with you know everybody, and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I'm just excited for myself and all my teammates to see what kind of opportunities we can do this whole process. I gotta ask just one football question. Uh, last year, you guys were coming into the season off a of two and five, hungry chip on the shoulder for sure. Then you guys go eleven and two last year. Obviously, with Mel Tucker's neutral thinking and making sure you guys aren't complacent, that's not at risk or anything this off season. But with that said. Obviously, you guys are mentally in a different space than last year. What's the biggest difference between, uh, I guess, last offseason and this offseason and just your outlook on Michigan State football, and how has that helped you, I guess, coming into this offseason? Yeah, so um, coming into this season, we know who we're capable of, capable of. So we're really we're even hungrier than we were the last year because guys know what they're capable of. Guys know what they need to work on in the offseason. So everyone's taking that next step so that we, we as a team can take that next step. And that's win the Big Ten and then make it to the playoff and win those games when become a national championship. So we're just taking it day by day this summer and camps coming up around the corner. So just getting ready for that and preparing every day so that we can be the best we can possibly be. Yeah, I think Trey said it perfect. I think if anything, we're hungrier this year than, than ever because we know what we're capable of, like he was saying. So. You know, we're just stacking the chips on our shoulder at this point. They're not falling off. We're, we're keeping them there, so we're ready to go this season. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Samek, I need 20 more pounds on you. <laughs> I, mean, I got I need, it. I, I, I need I'll, you. I'll, I'll, go ahead, sorry. I need you at 320, <laughs> closed under the horseshoe, third and three. <laughs> got to get it out of there. You gotta, you gotta I got that. you. I, I had to keep the summer bod for some time. You know? so, I, I get the summer bod, but when we, when we're when we got an under over defense, we got the three technique inside. I, I you got to root them guys out of there. So give me twenty, you. give me twenty more, and uh, we need Haskell Garrett planted in the ground. Cause me O line, <laughs> my my heart is with the O line. Trey, yes, I, I mean I love love your catches, love your stats, love the prettiness. That's all. That's all pretty. But that don't happen without my guy right there over there. It starts, it starts up front. Without the old line of D-line, we can't do anything. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I got one last question for you guys. So, I mean, like, what are the negatives that come from this? Like, what are the unintended consequences of NIL? Uh, are you guys seeing any of that? Just curious. From the player's perspective? Yeah, from the player's perspective. Not necessarily from a player's perspective. Um, the most the, the negatives that I do see may come from people who aren't within the program or aren't um, college athletes or weren't college athletes in the past. You know, just people throwing out comments like, why do they need to get paid? Their mm. college is already paid for, stuff like that, but nothing major. 
Yeah, I think I think the only negative that could really come, you know, with different players is just maybe losing focus with the with the main the main thing, the main task at hand. Which, you know, it's normal when you get an opportunity for different things to lose sight of things sometimes. So I think just if, if guys just you know realize that and I have a great opportunity on the side of what they're in college and what they're here for, I think that's um, I guess the biggest thing. But I, I don't see too many negatives with that. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree. The, the the negative that I see is maybe false promises being made, and then the long term vision, right, of taking the short term money, where you can be in a program that can develop you to be somebody that's going to earn a major paycheck down the road, right? So, it's uh, those are some of the balances. But uh, I can assure you that uh, we're all in on NIL and everything yep. that we can do long to help overdue. the program. We will we will absolutely help the program. So uh, we appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Uh, anything else you want Spartan Nation to know about the NIL club before we let you go? Because I know you guys are busy. Yeah, like uh, Nick said earlier, you know, just check out the website. And if you guys have any questions regarding to the website or any NIL questions, you know, feel free to reach out to me or Nick, and we'll get those questions taken care of. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm just excited for the opportunity. Like I said, it's a learning process for us as well. So we're excited to see what it brings us and how much genuine, awesome interaction we can have with you guys. And we're excited to see you guys this season. Go green. Go white. We're excited too. So uh, thank you very much for joining us. Trey Mosley, Nick Samac, uh, leading the uh, yeah. East Lansing NIL Club. Gentlemen, thank you. Good night. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, good luck this fall. Yeah, keep, the, keep the Instagram shots coming. We Keep them coming. Captions. Keep them coming. And, and so we wish you all the best of luck. Good night and go green. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, fine young men, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's going to be uh they're doing a great job. I yeah. mean, they're really, they're, they're building a, a platform where all of Spartan Nation can participate. And, uh, I, I, you know, it's something that I think uh, that, that should do well. Yeah. Spartan Nation has to show itself. Moving on to the next topic here. Spartan Dogs for Life show. Right? Yeah. So uh, this week, Michigan State. Um, Michigan State quarterback, wide receiver, Jaden Reed and uh, Peyton Thorne. They were put on the Max All Award watch list. And uh, the Maxwell is uh, the National College Football Player of the Year Award. So basically like the Heisman, but not determined by the Heisman Trust. Um, and then Peyton Thorne himself uh, was also added to the Davey O'Brien watch list. And that is for quarterback of the year. Well-deserved honors as expected. So good to see for those guys. How many times did we... How long, how long have they played together for? I don't know. No, no one's ever talked about that angle, Brian. <laughs> this is brand new information third, to me. Third grade? Yeah. I don't, you're breaking this live on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a minute, I heard. Yep. And then and when these guys are gone, then we're going to be hearing the same thing about Jeremy Bernard and uh, Kaiten Hauser and how those guys have played together since middle school. So we, we can't escape the ESPN narratives that stem from this. <laughs> It's, it's amazing because this is the story that's being told. And yeah. uh, I guess it speaks volumes to the program mm -hmm. that we have, a, we have a, a quarterback and then we have a receiver who's been named to two of the top watch lists. Right. And do you believe that's the Mel Tucker effect? Mm -hmm. The uh, Jaden Reed, Peyton Thorne effect? Or is it just something overall respect for the program effect? Yeah, I think both of those guys just uh, had great seasons last year. Uh, Mel Tucker and Jay Johnson have schemed them up in a position to succeed. Obviously, they're, they're Coach D recruits, uh, but Coach Tucker has put him in a position to succeed here. And, uh, yeah, great seasons last year. I expect great seasons this year. And then I also expect a few more Spartans to make some of these preseason watch lists. Um, I would expect Jacoby Winman to, I think, make the Bednarik Award watch list. I would think that DJ Barker would make the Mackey Award watch list. Right. Those should be coming out here in the next couple days. Those are just that's just me guessing. So 
Um, I don't think this should be the end of Michigan State players making these watch lists. Even maybe Nick Samak for, I believe, the Remington. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, lots, of, lots of other names that could be possibilities soon. When you watch the film on Broussard and Berger mm. and you see a one-two punch, it reminds me of thunder and lightning with the Giants. Um, what, what do you see when you watch them too? People, people are sleeping on, on Jarek Broussard. And I, I agree. I think, I think it's kind of hard to, to say that because Broussard is the 2020 Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year. You're thinking, how are they sleeping on that? But I, maybe people are just trying not to get their hopes too high because rationally thinking, you wouldn't expect that, oh, you can replace Kenneth Walker without having much of a fall off because kind of, Kenneth Walker was a generational player in college, so I can see that. But at the same time, Jarek Broussard has next-level wiggle. He has next-level burst. He has vision. I don't think he has the 40-yard dash time that Kenneth Walker does, so maybe some of the 50-yard runs or 30-yard runs. But Jarek Broussard is going to wake people up this year, and him being able to be spelled off the field by Jalen Berger, a guy, power back, guy that saw the holes perfectly at Wisconsin, maximize the yardage in those holes i think as a duo those two can really reduce the fall off that is left by kenneth walker's departure individually i don't think any one running back could ever replace kenneth but i think as a duo you kind of have something there where i don't think the run game is going to fall off too much i'm excited to see it yeah i'm excited excited. to see the offensive line develop as well right that's what i'm excited to see but yeah we're going to enjoy the next couple of weeks of the summer. Next week, we have uh, Big Ten Media Day. Mm-hmm. I think Mel speaking Wednesday, I believe. going to be exciting. We're going to be really, really, really excited. Yep. Speaking of Kenneth Walker, though, Kenneth Walker decided to wear some drip this week. Yes, he did. Some SD4L gear here. Kenneth uh, Walker gets on Instagram. Yep. Tweets out. His uh, K, his uh, SD4L hoodie, K9. We appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it was a good We're, interview a couple weeks ago. Wearing the hoodie, and uh, boy, that speaks volumes, right? That uh, I guess it speaks more volumes to the culture that former players understand the importance of wearing and being influencers. Um, to to be part of this program and to help this program, and uh, you know it was great to see K9 post that on Saturday. Yeah, uh, I think K9's aware of the possible recruiting advantages that that supporting the brand could have, and I think uh, speak like you said speaks to the culture, speaks to him giving back essentially. We we want all influencers, all influencers that are Spartan born and bred, to be able to wear that hoodie, wear the black shirt, wear the white shirt. Wear it with a badge of honor. Um, for those of you that are asking, still asking, you know, when can I purchase one? I can give you one word, soon. Soon, as soon as we get that up and running. But, uh, you know, we're excited to uh, to launch the brand. And uh, the brand side is excited to launch the brand. Mm-hmm. So it should, be, it should be really interesting. It should be very... Uh, the demand... Is something that I will be watching particularly close. Yeah. Do you think this is a brand that can cross the nation? I think that you're going to see some of the sales that have been going towards other companies that make Michigan State Apparel start to transition into SD4L sales. Um, there's a niche market of MSU supporters that are going to see this as a way to simultaneously kind of wear Michigan State apparel, but also give back to the program, knowing that all the proceeds would go to the Spartan athletes. And I think that it's going to carve out a strong place in the Michigan State demographic. We are excited. K-9 throwing on the hoodie. More to come. More to announce here soon. We will let you know as we speak. But uh, it's time for the next time. Got a little video for us? We don't have video. There There he is is right there. 
that's gonna go to black and white here soon. <laughs> like I told Ike, that's not working. Ladies and gentlemen, is Ike ready? I hear the laugh. I hear that I'm laugh ready. right there. <laughs> I'm ready. There he is. I'm ready. I'm God. ready. <laughs> Philly legend. What's up, baby? How you doing, Ike? I got that. I'm good, man. Listen, listen. Before we even get started, of, 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 of all the highlights to show, you gotta show a missed tackle. You gotta show a missed tackle that I made right there. Hey, sidelines an extra defender. <laughs> that's, all, that's, all, hey, that's all we could find. We looked. We scoured. It's, it's, like, it's, it's over 400 tackles available for me at Michigan State. That's the only one you could find. I was laughing for an Eagles tackle, but I was overruled. We got we a low budget show over here, man. That's all, that's all we got. I, come on, man. What the hell? Man, how you doing? What's up, bro? You doing I'm all good, right? Bing. How you doing, babe? How you doing, Justin? Great to have you, Ike. What a, what a pleasure. Ju hey, Justin's got his Eagles jersey on. Yep. He's a huge I Eagles fan. It's that 1990s it. Midnight he, Green. He loves that Midnight Green. He's excited. Uh, how, how you doing? How's the family? How's life? How's radio and filio? Tell us a little about your life and what's going on. Oh man, I mean, listen. Every everything is uh, it's good. I, I'm, I'm I feel very fortunate. I'm going into my fifteenth uh, year of sports talk radio out here in Philadelphia, the number one sports market, uh, with the best fans in the entire country, the entire world. Uh, so I'm blessed, right. man. Ruthless I'm blessed. fans. Eagles. Ruthless. <laughs> very peaceful, Brian. I don't know what you've heard. No, hey Justin, it's okay. We we listen. We wear that with a badge of honor. Yeah, we're a little yes, ruthless. So yeah, yes, you, you gotta you gotta pick and choose when you want to challenge Philadelphia sports fans. Just understand this: proceed with caution when That's you right. challenge a Philadelphia sports fan. That's right. <laughs> so like when when your show starts talking about hockey and baseball, what do you do? Hey, I get all my Phillies coverage from Mike and Jack Fritz and those guys. <laughs> well, no, but Brian, Brian's trying to, what Brian is implying that I may not know baseball and I may not know hockey. That's I what he's implying. So, <laughs> hey, so, so I do it. I, I got it two ways. First of all, I'm from a Cincinnati, I'm, I'm from a baseball town in Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds. First ever Major League Baseball team. That's a baseball town first and foremost. So I know my baseball. Believe me, I know my baseball. And let's be let's let's be honest. Baseball ain't that complicated to understand, quite <laughs> frankly. It just really ain't that complicated to understand. Yeah. Now hockey, hockey. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You got to pick and choose your battles. So I'm never going to be a hockey expert, <laughs> but I want to be able to be in the conversation and be able to talk about the sport with knowledge. So the first thing I had to learn was learn how to pronounce all the players' names on the Flyers <laughs> team. That's the first thing I had to do. <laughs> forget, hey, forget about knowing the rules and strategy and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just yeah. need to know the players' names. <laughs> I just need to know the players' names. That's it. But Ike, the WIP callers don't even know them. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Hey, and Justin to tell you, the, the worst thing you can do, Brian, is act as if you know the sport and you really don't know the sport because the Philadelphia sports fans will call you out on that. So, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. I, once I said, teach me the sport of hockey, I was accepted. It's all good. It's all good. I got one question. Why are you calling me Brian? Moose, man, listen, you know. There, yeah, there it is. <laughs> but there, there it is. I mean, Brian. Since when do you call me Brian? And what, 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 are you, what are you doing? Right. We're, we're not. Know, we're in a locker room. We're not on TV. I'm trying to be professional here with everything, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be professional with everything. Yeah. He's right. Listen. Yeah. That's, and I knew. I knew him. 
when he was big moose, when he when he was a big dog, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when we, we we used to have to go against each other and practice every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I remember those days when he that's probably when he was about would you probably weigh about sixty pounds more back then, B? No, ninety-eight. Come on, give me credit. Night you wore ninety-eight pounds. I was two ninety-six. Wow. Today I was one ninety-eight. Wow. Yeah. That's because you keep eating those salads every time we go get food. Uh, just, <laughs> just my 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 girlish figure. Um, you know how that goes. Look good, brother. You looking yeah. good. You're the listen. You're the only person that's getting younger. Everybody else is getting older and bigger. You look, and you're looking younger. I mean, it's water, it's Botox, it's a lot of things, man. It's just, it's all, it's just, it's just part of the game, you know. Hey, you know, uh, obviously, I love you like a brother. And playing with you, family. Always be family. Um, from Always. a distance, tell us when you, tell us the job that you're seeing Mel Tucker doing with the program. Well, I'm excited. Um, you know, and I, I got to say, I'm, I am uh, pleasantly surprised at um, how Mel has been able to come in and really, you know, get acclimated. You know, Mel has been away from the program. He was there my senior year. So Mel was there with me my senior year. He was the GA my last year here. So, um, and I know he's gone on and done a lot of good things at a lot of great programs. You know, been a part of some national championships. He's been at the NFL level. And for him to come back and, and you know, leave Colorado after one year and get acclimated into our culture um, as quickly as he's been able to do, I just think it's a testament to, you know, who he is as a person, the, um, the authenticity that he, that he sort of presents and absorbs when you listen to him talk. Uh, you know, we as former Spartans, uh, we can be skeptical about who's going to take over our program. And we want somebody that is going to mean as much to them as it means to us. And Mel has understood that. He's uh, displayed that. And, uh, I mean, like I said, his track record uh, from a college coach to a coordinator to a scout to all those things, developing players, all those things speaks for itself. His resume speaks for itself. But the thing that I've been more impressed with is how he's been able to absorb this culture that Mark D'Antonio really sort of took to the next level and it sort of fell off. But Mel has been able to pick right up and really get it right back on the track that it was, I would say, what, 2015, 2016, the year sort of escaped me. But Mel has been able to do that with relative quickness. And I think that just that just speaks to who he is as a man, as a coach, as a teacher, as a mentor. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually enjoying getting to learn more about him as the person, you know. So I get a chance to, you know, follow Coach uh, and all his social media endeavors He's one of the most visible guys right. on the social media outlet, and I love that. And I love the fact that he's been able to adjust to this climate of college football, and uh, it's resonating with a lot of these high school kids and their parents, more importantly. What I'm seeing is these parents, they trust their children, their young men, with Mel Tucker and his coaching staff. They trust what Mel Tucker is building, what 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 his philosophy is as a teacher, as a coach, as a mentor, as an advisor, all those things. And I, I say all those things without saying anything about on the field football. Right. Sure. Because that's that's that stuff is gonna come as long as you bring in the right people. And 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 that's that's what I've been pleasantly surprised with that Mel's been able to do that uh, on this level against some of the powerhouses, not only in this conference, but in this nation, when you're talking about brand, when you're talking about programs, when you're talking about establishing yourself as one of the power 10 to 20 schools in the nation. The green and white is right there. The, the yeah. green and white is, is right there in Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker is... Uh, 
He's leading the charge for us with a, with a lot of people. And, and let me say this, and, and with, a, with, a, with a lot of help from people like yourself, Moose, uh, with, with you it's know, Brian. Alan. Alan <laughs> you, know, you know, Brian, yes, Alan Hallen. Call me Brian, please. You, I think you and Alan may have crossed over and played maybe a couple of years together. I ain't that uh, old. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't that old, dog. Come on now. <laughs> Alan's older than me. But, but, but a lot of good people there supporting mm -hmm. him. And, uh, you know, Coach Izzo, who I call the King Spartan. He's oh, the King yeah. Spartan. No uh, Coach Izzo. So it's, uh, it, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. And I have to admit, I was a little concerned uh, at the Coach D. You know, when Coach D resigned, I was a little concerned as to where we were going and, and who was going to lead the charge. And uh, man, when when this is my favorite shirt to wear right here, of us, man. This is this is what this thing is all about right here. It's family, bro. It's oh, it's uh, it's, it's it's a strong bond, and uh, it's it's great to have Mel Tucker uh, a part of the program and leading the program, man, into the future. I'm excited. I yeah. really am. So in that regard, speaking of family, one of the things that we've seen or I've seen from afar, I would say, is. Mel has really embraced the alums, the Spartan Dogs. Last year, we saw Spartan Dog Con, where, um, frankly, he had hundreds of players, many that he never coached or knew, just in his house, hanging out with him like he's known him for years. I've never seen coaches at other programs do anything like that. Um, and, and just other, he's gone out all over the country, met with former Spartans, gotten to know them personally. What has that angle meant to you as a former Spartan player to know that there is a coach here that is actively trying to reach out to alums? Oh, it means everything. It means everything. Um, I don't care how far away you may get from the program. Have you graduated? Have you gone on? And you started your own family or what have you? Um, those of us that bleed this thing, that bleed green, we always gravitate back to the program. So for us as alumni, it's going to always mean the world to us that we feel like we're still a part of the program and um i know you know a lot of guys as you get older right so as you get further and further away from the program you almost feel like okay well we're we're three or four coaches removed from the program these coaches may not know us but the one thing i'll give credit to you know coach tucker and coach coach d is that I thought they've done a great job of making sure the past is connected with the present and we're all trying to be a part of the future. Like, so I know from a lot of the guys that I remain in contact with, uh, we've always felt like we're a part of the program. It's gotten better. There's always things you can improve upon. There's always things you can do differently as this thing grows and everybody wants to remain a part of it. It becomes a little bit more difficult, but I love that the effort that the um, that the coaching staff and starting with the head coach has always put forth to make sure that the uh, the old heads feel like it's always home to us. It's and I don't get to come back as often. You know, you, you brought up Spartan Dog Con. I missed it last year. My schedule won't allow me to make it this year. But I promise you, I can't. I can't wait until I get a chance to to be a part of that. I've been a part of some other alumni things. My schedule with football and everything out here, yeah, it's almost busy like the college season. So when the college football season starts, my schedule picks up. So it's hard for me to get back during the season. But there isn't a game out here at Rutgers or Maryland that I miss every year when they come out here. I make sure me and my family is out there to see them. So. Um, I know I've always felt the love, and I know I can speak for a lot of my former teammates and guys that have come before me and after me. You know, we feel that love, too. And there's a lot of people that are a part of that, man. Curtis Daniels, Jay Green. Oh, yeah, there's just so yeah. many people that's a yep. part of just bringing us all together, man. It's um, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, we love yeah. Freddie. We love Jay. We um, do. So one of the other things that you've probably noticed recently is with the official visits, the photo shoots, the goats on the field, the sports cars on the field. 
the, just the program the energy. airplanes we, <laughs> we land, I don't know if you saw last week we landed at a 737 on the on the 50 Bri- not sure if you saw that, for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah so just the overall energy how does that feel just watching the transformation of the program well it feels like I was born 30 years too early I mean that's what it feels like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, hey, you know, Coach Perlis, <laughs> Coach Perlis got me to commit with the cheese soup and a steak dinner and a baked potato. That's all I need. Hey, that soup, the soup was unbelievable. The soup got us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Get... That's, that's all I needed, man. So, yeah, these, these um, kids today, man, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy to see it. Um, you know, college football is big business, and um, I'm happy to see how we've been able to make the adjustment and be a part of the new wave and the new generation of college athletics because it's not going backwards. It's right. only moving forward. And so, you know, we, we have the right coaches and the right infrastructure in place to embrace that. And, I mean, come on, man. Coach Tucker might be the coolest coach in all of America, oh, man. I mean, the swag. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, listen, his his swag level, his swag level is so high right now, man. I, I, it puts me to shame. I can't even mess with him, man. I can't even mess with him, man. Oh, no. You, you're swag too, level is on, on 100. You're too big time for us now. The way you're talking, you're, you're a TV personality. You know, I forgot the old Ike. I mean, right now you're very prim and proper and polished, <laughs> and I totally appreciate that. I get, but like I knew you back in the day, so yes, like this bullshit yes, you're bringing to right now, we we. But I got hey, you though. Hey, <laughs> right, I, we need, hey, we need hey, a moose. We, <laughs> moose remembers moose. Moose remembers raw dog. Dog. That, that, that's who moose remembers. He remember that guy. Yeah. Like we need, we need a Brian story. Give give us a Brian story from back in the day. Oh hell! <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> so I can keep both of us from getting in trouble, baby. So <laughs> listen, I just remember, hey B, you remember Moose? You remember we used to go over to? Uh, I think it was my first year, my my first two years. Cause GP was there my first two years, so. We used to go over to uh, Matt Christensen's and Rob Fredrickson's house on Mondays. We used to call them Matt Mondays. The keg. The keg. Yes. Hey, listen. Now, you got to listen. I grew up drinking OEs in in St. Ives. That that, 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 that shit ain't no good in college, right? So I I had to learn how to drink light beer. So I didn't know anything about Miller Lite, all that type of light beer, all of that. And so I oh met up with God. Moose, uh, Christensen, all these guys, Jim Heffler, all these guys, man. Listen, <laughs> they taught me how to drink without having a hangover the next day, man. It was the best thing in my, <laughs> in my life back then. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have any memory of that. I have no clue. I got... T- tell us your favorite JP story, please. What's your, you know, I got rest also, his soul. Listen. I loved, you know, he, you know, t- what he meant to us. Tell us your favorite JP story, then your favorite Saban story, please. Okay, hold on. So I, I can curse since I already heard you curse already once. So, so here's my favorite JP story. There's so many of them, but here's the one that that always resonates with me. I don't even know if Brian remember. I don't know if Brian remembers this. Who's Brian? I was homesick. I was homesick my freshman year. So I, I actually wanted I to transfer. I yeah. wanted to leave. I remember. Yeah. I do remember. Yes. Yes. So I wanted to leave. I, you know, I, I basically packed up everything in my, in my room. <laughs> I told everybody I was ready to go. So Kip Waddell, who was my recruiter, yes. was trying to talk me out of it. So... I think his 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 goal was okay if I if I put him in front of George, then maybe he he won't be not talking about me. Maybe I I'll back down and I won't say I want to leave because I'll be a little intimidated. Right. But I was so homesick. I he saw Coach Perlis and he was like, 
Coach, I ain't got something you want to tell you. <laughs> so, so Coach, like, he, and I'll never forget this. He was on his way into a defensive uh, staff meeting. He was like, but well, God damn it, what is it? I said, I said, Coach, he said, Coach, I think I want to transfer. I think I want to leave. He said, he said, what the fuck you want me to do about it, then? Go the fuck home. I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, listen. My, my feelings. I gotta go. My, I gotta go. My, listen, my feelings were so hurt. My feelings were so hurt. My feelings was hurt. The part of me was like, okay, he said I can go. Well, that mean I can leave. Then that mean I can leave. So, I gotta go. So, listen, I went home. I was home for about a week and a half, and then I was back at Michigan State. <laughs> so hold on, I played my freshman year. I'm not even finished. I played my fresh. I played my red shirt freshman year, and I was pretty good that year. And Coach Perlis, in one of the team meetings, he was upset about some of the other players, and, and I guess it wasn't a good year for us in '94. And so he was getting on some of the veteran players. And I'm not going to call out any players he was getting on, but he was getting on some of the veteran players. He got, he got so then he got us. to me. Listen, listen, AB. He got to me. He said, look at Ike. Last year, he wanted to go home. <laughs> this year, we couldn't get his ass out of here with a bazooka. That's the type of kid I wanted here. <laughs> That's awesome. So, he was right. Once I once once I got acclimated, I, I never wanted to be, man. So yeah, that was that's my there's so many of those George Perlin stories, but that's that's oh. the one that always sticks out to me my freshman year, man, is that yeah. how, that Coach Perlis gave us that tough love, B. Moose, he gave us that tough oh, love. Oh taught taught us everything. But Saban Nick adored you. Tell us about Nick. And what's your greatest Nick story? <laughs> oh, man. Nick Saban is the greatest coach I've ever been around, man, other than Andy Reid and Jim Johnson, right? Those are my yes. three coaches. Andy Reid, Jim Johnson, Nick Saban. Those are the three best coaches I've ever been around. No offense <laughs> to John Harbaugh, <laughs> who I've known since I was 17 and loved to death. But Nick Saban, man, Nick Saban was one of those guys that he could actually give you a compliment. You don't even give you a compliment. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he rarely smiled about. He rarely smiled about anything. So like, you didn't you didn't know if you did well in the game or not. I can remember having 17 tackles in the game and got yelled at the entire meeting. I got yelled at the entire meeting because we got blown out. We got blew out by Nebraska. Nebraska I can put a dumpster. I'll put a dumpster there, and the dumpster will make the tackle. All right? Just got to put it there. Not you, Ike. I remember that. Remember that. Hey, Coach Saban, I'm going to tell you what it was. It's because Coach Saban never wanted you to relax, right? He always wanted you striving to be better. He always wanted you striving to be better. And he, the funny thing about Coach, right, Coach Saban, and, and Moose, you remember some of these. He would tell a joke. It's Brian, like, that He would Moose. tell a joke <laughs> that wasn't funny. <laughs> but he thought it was hilarious, though. Like, he would think it was hilarious. And, and the first couple of times I didn't laugh at the joke, I was like, man, should I laugh at that joke, man? Like, <laughs> so, so it was like the third time it was like the third time he hit me with one of these jokes and stretching. And I was just laughing, like, you know what? That's funny, coach. That's funny, man. That's funny. But it was and, and, and guess what? They were all recent. They were all recycled Jerry Glanville jokes, man. They were all recycled Jerry jokes. <laughs> you know, I got one last question for you, and I'm gonna let you go. And you're gonna, I just, I just need to know the. <laughs> what happened? I need to know the answer. Musin, we got to get Musin on the show. Uh, George's last year. 
Musin got arrested. He had a gun in his glove compartment. And they, and they said it was for, for squirrel hunting. <laughs> I just, I know, I know you were close to Musin. I just want to confirm. Was, was it for squirrels? That's, that's all I want to know. But listen, very successful, great kids, got a private equity firm, got to get them on the show. But was the gun for squirrel hunting, can you confirm? I can neither confirm nor deny. Here's what I tell you. Here's what I tell you, Moose. <laughs> How many brothers are squirrel hunting in Lansing, man? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 that's that's a story. We're sticking to it, right? Stick, Nick got, comes in. Stick to that story, yeah. Nick, if <laughs> Nick comes in and kicks him off the team, God knows what happens. How about that? How about that? Yeah. They want to rip Nick for for giving somebody a second chance 13 years 14 years in the league great career private equity firm very successful successful young family like this is the part that people don't oh, understand oh, no. well moose he did it with me too he did yes. it with me yeah so you know i got into a little trouble with school i got you know how we used to fight at the parties or whatever. you <laughs> come on <laughs> no I don't, so, yeah. I don't, I I don't remember Flozell. I don't remember Flozell hitting you. No. <laughs> I don't. Not at all. No. Hey, hey, Moose. We were all too smart to mess with Flozell. Nobody was messing with Flozell. was my bodyguard. Yeah, nobody was messing with Ain't nobody. But, but, but the, 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 like, people don't understand that the, the second chances in life, right, that people yeah. give and how lucky we were, we're all so fortunate because we're kids, we're dumb, we made a lot of dumb yep. mistakes, and yet yep. look at somebody like Musin who has flourished, right? Obviously, you have done very well. It's and a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing, and I think, you know, like this is the culture at MSU. This is something Mel embraces as well, and uh, I remember going to the Maryland game, seeing you there, and and uh, Coach D and all Coach Manny, everybody coming, yeah. jumping, hugging you, loving you, and yeah. you're always gonna be a Spartan dog, brother. All right, I got always one question, brother. one Philly question. Yes, you know sir. I got to Eagles. I was waiting till we did yeah. some Eagles stuff. Come on, <laughs> Justin. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's the win total? Eleven. Oh, I got us at twelve and five this year, baby. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. The second that AJ, the second that AJ Brown trade went through, I put in Eagles to win the NFC East. Um, I was hoping to talk some Phillies, man, but Nick Castellanos needs to start hitting the ball, so we'll we'll leave that alone. Yeah, thank you. My cousin's the head coach of the Jets. They're coming. Mm. They're two years away. You know what? Get ready. Get ready. Got one more. I got no listen. I got no beef with the Jets. The Jets aren't in the NFC East, mm-hmm. so I got right. no problem with the Jets. But they're no close. They're the close enough, so we got beef with you. We're coming. <laughs> All right. Hey, Ike, I love you, brother. Oh, no, no, Moose. You worry about Week One. We'll be out there to take care of the Detroit Lions. Tell him, Justin. We'll yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. I was take there. Care. I was there for the thrashing last year. <laughs> Only going to be worse this year. Ike, I love you, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, Ike Reese, MSU legend, MSU All-American, and former Spartan dog, always a Spartan dog. And Philadelphia legend. Philadelphia legend, and Ike, thank you for joining us. I love you, man. Can't wait to see you. Hope I see you this fall. You coming in for the game this fall? Yes, sir. I'll be out there, brother. All right, brother. Thank you, Ike. Appreciate you. you. All right, Moose. All right, Justin. I'll take it easy, bro. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. You too. Take care, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Ike Reese, uh, one of God, I so tell you, fun. what a great teammate. Yeah, what a great teammate. Love playing with him. The yeah. stories. See, this is the part like the camaraderie you can't teach or right. build. You know, that just Ike and the boys and just just you know. Yeah. 
great to great to great to have on board and great to I could laugh I can laugh all day with him. Yeah. All day the stories we can go on and on and on and I think that's what that's what keeps us young. That's right. what like keeps us part of engaged in the program. So yeah. ladies and gentlemen, you are watching Spartan Dogs for Life. Thank you for joining us. I am your co-host Brian Mosalam along with my co-host Justin Thin. Thank you. Good night. God bless and go green. We're just getting started here. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.